0: plink plonk it's your hosts
1: aaron and georg and today we have our uh friend and great musician all the way from la on our zoom line stone art nailed it
0: beautiful thanks for listening check it out check out the roll the podcast roll the podcast
2: There's there's that aspect of my life as well.
0: Stone and I have known each other for what? Now it's been, um, now we're like coming on a. Like 10 10 years. A decade now? Yeah. That was just insane. Um, Yeah. Anyways, so we've known each other for a long time, but I I bet there's still going to be many things that I learn um, in this interview, which (laughs) is going to be very interesting. Um, I came with a lot of secrets. So many (laughs) secrets. Yeah. You're such a secret, quiet boy. Um, yeah exactly <laughs> so to start yeah. let's take it all the way back then and let's say like can you just uh, kind of walk us through you know how did how did you even come into uh, loving music making music um, the kind of process of getting to a point of thinking of yourself as a musician
2: you know how did yeah. your,
0: your, your craft begin stone
2: yeah yeah, I mean, it definitely started like when I first learned to play guitar, and that came from I don't I don't know why this came up, but like me and my parents like took like a trip to Gettysburg, uh, which is really not like a super exciting. Yeah, because yeah. um, my parents were like, "You got to see the battlefield, you know, you got to got to see oh, Gettysburg," wow. <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, "Okay," <laughs> but I think you know, as like a 12 year old. You know version of myself it's like great yeah let's i like history <laughs> um and at that time i was like really into they might be giants uh, uh because i was watching like malcolm malcolm in the middle you know quite a bit oh and, i forgot uh, that that's I feel like, uh, there's a linkage there yeah, yeah like they did like the intro song and all of that and i just remember i was right. like really into like buying all of their cds and on the way back Uh, from like that trip I feel like I was listening to they might be giants and I was like I should like learn to play these on guitar like I'm sure I could like do that and Uh so then like I when I got back home like my dad had like an electric guitar and then an acoustic guitar and um I just like picked up his electric guitar and just started using like ultimate guitar you know yeah to like find like Uh yeah guitar tabs totally and I just like learned a ton of they might be giant songs.
0: Right. So and you were super that, focused. Yeah. Like I'm gonna. I'm just gonna figure out that I can do that. <laughs> like this exact. Yeah. Thing.
2: Yeah. It was. I think it was just like that. It was that one summer. Like I. I yeah. never went to like summer camp or anything like that. Um. So it was just like just me and my dad basically like staying at home and like nice. that was the summer that I just like really started to kind of like learn to play guitar and then from there I was just like oh I want to like. Yeah. Learned so many other songs And so I, you know, would listen to like The White Stripes right. And, mm. you know, wanted to learn all right. of their songs And then um, Then learned like A lot of like songs by like the Mars Volta As I got <laughs> right. better at guitar <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> um, But it, it probably wasn't until like I don't know Maybe when I Was like 16 or so Like I I had like a little like uh, Small shitty like Beringer you know mixer yeah and like I had I got like a microphone for mm-hmm. it you know I spent like a hundred dollars on this and yeah. like I I think the first song I like ever re- like wrote was the one that I recorded so I feel like when I was writing it, it was always kind of in tandem with like uh, recording, recording like little not things so like go play it for someone exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like I was just kind of doing that in my room and um yeah like even like i i think i probably somewhere i have like a recording of like that first song i ever wrote and it, i because i feel like so many people like when they like start to like write music they're like oh yeah i wrote all these like songs and stuff but like i was always interested right. in like, the actual recording mm-hmm. process right, I guess, right, so right like uh, did
1: was your family uh at all like connected to music or like how did you start thinking about that process uh
2: Uh, It's definitely just like the internet, I feel like, Mm. (laughs) you know, like, but I mean, my dad, he, I mean, obviously he had like, you know, a guitar and like a small Mm. like amp and he would like finger pick and stuff like that when he was um, growing up. But like my dad, he's, he's 81. So he Uh grew up in the forties and fifties. And like, I feel like back in that time, it was like, you just kind of like would pick along to songs because that's just sort of like... Uh the song structure Mm -hmm. and like he had told me how like um he knew some like guys who were like it was a duo i can't remember the name of the band but they're like we're moving west and like you can play guitar like pretty well like do you want to join our band and like you know this is like in the 50s like (laughs) heyday of like Uh you know like buddy holly rockabilly music like gene vincent and like and that's, like, the music that, like, my dad grew up on. He's, like, a huge Elvis fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he, he was always, like, listening to music, like, on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, when we would, like, drive in the car, we never really, like, listened to music. It was always kind of, like, a oh. more laid-back, I don't know. That's interesting, yeah. Trip. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, my dad, like, yeah, he, like, would play around a guitar when he was growing up. Yeah. Never, yeah. nothing really became of it. So. Right. Um, yeah. You'd see at least someone
0: playing an instrument from time to time, but not in like a serious manner. Like it, it, it sounds like it's almost like, it, which I feel like maybe I'm reading into it too much, but it seems like it relates to your kind of bedroom uh, DIY aesthetic, like upbringing in a way where it's like, almost like the playing of music is more so like a private, like domestic thing as opposed to like a thing that you go and out in the mm-hmm. world and do totally mm-hmm. that's yeah interesting.
2: i mean yeah that's and that's like honestly for the longest time when i was like playing music that's kind of how it was like right. mm-hmm. i would just you know i i grew up like an only child so like i just would right. record stuff in my room and then yeah. just forever just on my computer and right. then um once i went to IU like then I started meeting other people who like had like similar tastes in music because I went mm-hmm, right. the high school. I, I went to like a very small Christian high, high school and like, you know, just didn't really share a lot of like similar music, right. like movie interests. Mm-hmm. So then when yeah, you're at right. like at college, you're like, wow, like you've heard of the band Radiohead, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's like, and mind I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like, wow. You know, it, who Sufjan Stevens is Uh and Mm -hmm. things like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then at that point, you know, you start playing with like other people and in bands and Mm -hmm. comes out of the bedroom a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I remember like going to like house shows when I was even like a a senior in high school. And I was like, man, like I wish that I could do that Uh, someday. Yeah. Because then it's like, Right.
0: Well, for context for everybody, like Stone grew up in West Lafayette, Indiana, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, Lafayette. uh, Lafayette, excuse me. Yeah, Um, yeah, uh, basically the same. For all of you, yeah, especially for for those of you uh, non-American listeners, um, is the home to Purdue University. So it is a college town of of sorts. Um, And then Mm -hmm. he's talking about moving to college uh, uh, in Bloomington, Indiana, Indiana University, which is where we met. Um, and which is definitely a college town, has a very college town vibe situation, especially in thinking about the music and arts scene and Mm -hmm. whatnot. Um, and so it's interesting though, because like you already came from a college town to some extent. So you, like you're saying with senior high school and whatnot, you're already kind of seeing that and seeing like young people playing in bands in a DIY scene in a house. Um, and so like, yeah, you're already getting some image of that even while kind of like Safely staying in the bedroom mm-hmm. at that stage at least, let's say.
2: Totally. Yeah, no, like yeah, and it's just yeah. Like I I think yeah, it's like a good way to to put it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. It was it was just like I think there there was like a house show venue in West Lafayette, like on Purdue's campus, yeah. where like they had yeah. just a bunch of shows and um like even like I, this is still one of my biggest regrets, but um. Uh. There was one show where, like, the cloud nothings or cloud yeah. nothings. Yeah. Is it cloud nothing or cloud Nothings? Cloud but...
0: nothings. Yeah.
2: I think. You had yeah, right? I think. But yeah, I, I I didn't know if there was like a dot. People it, can but... check it out. Yeah. Whatever.
0: It, I don't think there's yeah. a the. I think they took away a the. But I think the plural yeah. situation is the, the question. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the yeah. internet will correct they, you,
2: everybody. if you want Yeah. To exactly. Cloud <laughs> um, nothing yeah cloud nothings yeah but they they like played at this like house show and it was like before that um attack on memory came out which like you know just like kind of blew up and um i remember i went to go get like like cookies from like insomnia cookies uh, during that set and i am forever kicking myself oh, but no. like
1: like i didn't see the set
2: but i'm sure it was it was sick it sounded oh, amazing oh, yeah. but the guy who hosted like the house shows there and I ended up becoming friends with him. And that, um, who that was, was Jeff Mather, who started a small label called Jurassic Pop. Oh. In Indiana. And so right. they kind of had a little, you know, label yeah. back in that time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just like, I just remember going to those shows and being like, wow, like I can't believe people can just like, Play so freely, you know, and, just, yeah. <laughs> and and like people are like listening, and like you know, yeah. people like go to uh-huh. these shows and like you know they're uh-huh. having like drinks and just hanging out. It, like i never. It
0: almost—it's so funny the way you t- are talking about it. It almost sounds like. There's there's something like provocative and promiscuous about it. Like I can't like oh. the way you say like openly yeah. and freely. Like <laughs> the fact yeah, that they would I, be so I brazen mean, to play their music. So. I know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Why well, I, I feel like I feel like since moving to LA, I've like regressed because there's nothing like that here. It's like uh, here's a showcase. Like here's like a right an R and B person with like a <laughs> right like a hardcore band, and then he's right. also like. Like some like hyper pop artist, and just like, what this isn't a show yeah, like, <laughs> right. like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it's like the antithesis of like what makes a show a show, right, Right? It, you know? yeah, I bet probably because um, they're all trying
0: to do some kind of like towards the gear towards the industry or getting into the industry I there, know.
2: right, exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, like I you know it's like i I feel like very nostalgic when I think about like house shows because it's such <laughs> totally. a you know. Yeah. The specific yeah, yeah. like scene, totally yeah yeah. So what did you study at IU? I I studied American studies, so nothing American re- studies. Yeah, nothing related to music. So okay, great. <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah it was sort of a, it was like a thing where basically like I knew a lot of people who were like in the music school mm-hmm. like Aaron and mm-hmm. people who were you know. Playing just music you know mm-hmm. all throughout like bloomington and mm-hmm. i think at that point i just i didn't really have like plans for what i wanted to do other than like i knew mm-hmm. i really liked uh studying history and mm-hmm. um wanted to i don't know just study things that had like more of an interest to me so you know mm-hmm. in in that discipline it's like very um there's a lot of like more critical study of like mm-hmm. sense of like nation and like race and mm-hmm. you know um just different uh uh i guess like stories of of people in their lived in experience in mm-hmm. america or mm-hmm. people who have like come in contact with like the united states mm-hmm. it for better or for worse <laughs>
1: typically for worse First, so, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> cool but uh, and so you graduate there um did you have like a um like a band at that time when you were, like graduated or
2: yeah i i had i had this band in college i mean i played in a few different bands but the mm-hmm. the band that was like my own band was called bike speed champion uh, which nice. is just a very laughable name. It's a good name, funny. but yeah. <laughs> but basically, I didn't even know. Like my my friend Connor had like coined that name because we had done this like very stupid short film of mm-hmm. that name, um, and it took me a bit to realize that he just lifted that name from Light Speed Champion. Which was another uh, group. I, I, oh, I think, I didn't I think know like, that. yeah, I, I I, might be wrong about this, but I, mm. I want to say, like, is it like, or what, what's the group that, like, Dev Hines? Oh, was Blood it, Orange? Or be, but oh, or like before Blood before, Orange? Yeah, I think maybe um, that's, like, what it was. Oh, Lightspeed Champion.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh huh. Yep.
2: Okay, okay, yeah. So, yeah, so it was, like, you know, loosely pulled from that, but I I didn't know at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I was in that band and then, yeah, once I graduated, I, I started working in Bloomington. And so I was like Mm -hmm. living there for a few years. And at that time I just started kind of like recording stuff on my own, just like Mm -hmm. really just like, basically bedroom recording stuff, mm-hmm. and, like... Going back to the bedroom, uh,
0: back to basics.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a- yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Going back to where it all started. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like, I, I had recorded, like, a couple of songs, and I had shared them, like, with my friend Nick, and he, like, he really, really liked the songs, like, quite a bit, and, like, he just, he really wanted to put them out. And so kind of from that moment he created this label called Darling Recordings mm-hmm. to put out this like first like small collection of like four songs that I had mm-hmm. and um, from there like it's it's just it's weird looking in the hindsight because then that became like you know a whole like little label that now has like a good handful of artists on wow. it now yeah. And, um, I mean, part of it was just, like, because of, like, I mean, not part of it, it was all because of, like, Nick, because um, he, I don't know, he, like, really enjoyed, um, those, those songs. Like, I, I thought, like, really nothing of it, because uh, uh-huh. they were just, I, basically, like, it was, like, here's just things I'm kind of writing for myself just to, you know, just have, almost, like, as an, uh, archival relic, uh-huh. you know, like, I, I never, because I had never, like, put out any of, my music really at that Mm -hmm. point. Yeah. And, um,
1: yeah. At that time, um, how, I mean, was your music just guitar based and, and like, you know, songs? Um, yeah, yeah, Yeah,
2: it was just like guitar and vocals and Mm -hmm. then like, I basically kind of continued that with like my first album, which Aaron, uh, like produced and and mixed Mm -hmm. and that was pretty much just all like guitars and vocals mm-hmm. like with like some percussive elements. But um, yeah, and, th- and then from, I think from that point, then like I started getting a little bit more involved in like the music scene in Bloomington. Cause then I mm. had started a band with some friends. Uh, it was called Jackie Boy. And it's just mm-hmm. like slacker rock, like Weezer you know, inspired. Very 90s, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, uh-huh. very, very 90s rock. And that, mm-hmm. that still, to, to this day, is like my favorite music I've ever been a part of, mm-hmm. just because that's like the music I love listening mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I you know, feel like a connection to that. But, um, but yeah, like, um, it's just, it's odd because like the, that whole collection of like songs that I had like released underneath my name, um, you know, those were, those were like kind of like my little like diary entries, right. you know, yeah, of like yeah. my life. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, so it's like, that was when I was like, okay, I'm going to like release it underneath like my own name. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, also it's hard to come up with a pseudonym. So I right. just <laughs> <laughs> decided that would be the way to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: and then Jackie boy, uh, release on darling as well. Right. And. Yeah. Um, now also, yeah. Darling is out with you in LA too, right? So, you guys maybe yeah. move kind
2: of simultaneously to some extent. So I moved out here five years ago, and then Nick, who started the label, he just moved out here last year. Oh, really? Actually. Okay. So that was pretty recent. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So he moved to Pittsburgh and was there for a few years. Right. And yeah. um, yeah. yeah. And then they moved out here, and um, I don't know. I mean, there's like a lot of like really awesome artists that are like on like the label and just like yeah. a lot of them are kind of like this other artist uh jeremy jones who's just like this like incredible like r&b like pop singer yes. like he lives out here yes. in mm. la mm-hmm. and um funny because like i've been able to like work with him like through like my like day job mm-hmm. too because oh, like he's really? like yeah. a session singer uh, yeah I didn't know so that. like we had like worked on like a um, alexis ad <laughs> and um, he was like that he was it was a cover of um, This Time Tomorrow by the Kinks, huh. and he was like the vocalist on it. Okay. Um, so it was really cool getting to kind of like, uh, you know, yeah. connect him with, you know, on that project. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: Uh, so your day job, uh, you work uh, for a publishing house? Is
2: I, it- I work for it's it's like a it's the, the like catch all term is like a music house. So Mm -hmm. we we write, like, bespoke music for commercials, but we also do Mm -hmm. licensing. And Mm -hmm. um, we have, you know, a library that we, um, you know, like, license tracks Mm -hmm. um, for commercials or TV and film. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, what I mainly do is I kind of, like, oversee um, the, like, bespoke, like, original Mm -hmm. music side of, like, things. So just making sure Mm -hmm. projects are kind of you know, getting done. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. Um, let's maybe turn to your I mean, your own music again. Yeah. Uh, um, like, I i know it's can be maybe hard as a as a songwriter to really talk about it. But what does like your usual process look like? Or do you
2: have a usual? Yeah. One? Uh, yeah, like it, it typically it's like me just saying like i'm gonna sit down and write a song Um. like i i um it's it's funny because recently i haven't been writing as much yeah Mm -hmm. recently but it's just because i i feel like i just haven't had as much time to just like set myself down right and do Mm -hmm. it because like my process is like very much how i would write when i was like younger where like i would just Record it like me writing mm-hmm. the song is like recording the song goes straight mm-hmm. into the studio. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. and like it's always been um It sounds weird, but it's like it's it's very easy for me to just sort of like pick up something and just like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna flesh this out mm. in mm-hmm. terms of like, you know The song that I like want to have and then like, you know, maybe I'll like revisit it later but a lot of the songs that I have ended up writing that have like that I've like put out, um, they were written in like you know that kind of like sort of like ten minute time span, <laughs> and then just kind of like expanded upon um, at another time. From start to finish, um, or like, are you are you
0: coming in and sa- with like maybe a little lines that you collected or maybe like little melodies or is it really is there really like kind of a somewhat of a divorce from like let's say ordinary life where you're not like going around collecting stuff and then bringing them to the final session you're just like going to the session and be like let's just do this let's let's write a song
2: yeah i i I, most of it i'd say is sort of like coming to it and like i'm writing a song you know Uh but like i will have like I keep like little phrases, you yeah, know, like on a, on a little notepad. Right. And sometimes I'll like look back through that and like try yeah. to like, okay, how do, how can I marry these like words with like a track? But like right. those usually end up not really coming to fruition. Right. And that's and much more I, lyrical and I think, than musical, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, t- totally. And I, I think like, I, I, I don't know, like in, in my mind, if I really was like, I need to have these like lyrics out there I just approach it like a uh uh you know Mark Kozilek approach where it's just like Mm -hmm. all right here's a drone Uh you know (laughs) and then here's like Mm -hmm. the lyrics Uh Mm -hmm. um but I I really like the what happens when like I just like sit down and I'm like okay I really like this progression Uh and I have this phrase or this like maybe like event that happened or this like thought in my head and like I just I just need to expand off of that and just like Mm -hmm. be kind of verbose Uh, like mm -hmm. with it because for me like i this is my hidden dark secret but (laughs) i never listen to lyrics Uh, i mm -hmm. i I, I, like never listen to lyrics unless it's like a few artists that i know that i really like their lyrics like for me it's all Mm -hmm. about like the timbre and like Mm-hmm. the yeah how things sound yeah that's so um, interesting so that really becomes a, a,
0: almost like a in some ways there's like the music as a thing and like the you're like filling the words in like as exp- essentially as like vessels mm-hmm. for the music to some extent yeah.
2: 100 okay. mm-hmm. percent. yeah 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 so, so that's there's like there's always a,
0: a, a, a first thing and then a second thing like they're not yeah.
2: Together. yeah 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 I mean, like, I, like, I'm, like, very well aware of this, but, like, I know I need to, like, push myself to just be, like, hey, like, I got to go into, like, a studio and, like, just, like, work with somebody who, like, knows what they're doing and be, like, I have all these lyrics, like, you know, what do you, maybe this is how we do
0: it, you know? I don't think, I don't think, I mean, this isn't an advice (laughs) session, but I don't think someone (laughs) necessarily, uh. Uh-huh. No know, knows how to do it better than you know how to do it you know True. like that's your songwriting mm-hmm. process you know there's not like you don't have to do like the industry standard songwriting process you know? <laughs> totally okay. i
2: I, I think like for me it's like that that just seems like appealing and that like i just need to like push you know the the mm-hmm. um push myself out of my comfort
1: zone yeah okay mm-hmm. i
0: see
2: i see what you mean mm-hmm. i see what you mean so that's
0: interesting
1: um i mean interesting to hear i mean that at, at the time, like, uh, like lyrics and the song is taking shape as I mean, like, f- from my experience, like my band had always troubles with lyrics. So <laughs> basically, we had like a full song and they were all like, okay, and like, who is going to write the lyrics for? Uh-huh. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is, I mean, intriguing to me. So um, what is the in your mind, like kind of, uh, you know, the relationship between the these two, does, do your lyrics like kind of, uh, um, inflect in your music somehow? Or, I mean, like, how do you, are you aware of like how they are connected in a way?
2: Yeah. I, I, I would, I think to me, like when I do hear like the sound that I want to have, Mm -hmm. like in a track, like Uh I, no, I think at that point, like I can kind of like get a sense of like how earnest or, Mm-mm. let's say, like, um, declarative, I mm-hmm. guess like the lyrics mm-hmm. should be because mm-hmm. I feel like there are like certain songs that I've written where like it is um, like there's more there's more structure to the song mm-hmm. and that requires probably more structure from the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But if there's something that feels more fluid musically, then that's gonna have something that is a, little, a bit more poetic, mm-hmm. I'd say. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, I, I know that there's there's been like a few songs I've written recently where like, I kinda wanna go back to just the approach of like, what does it sound like to have? Cause like, I, I've, I've, I think on my last album that I put out, like I, I kinda did the whole like, I have like a, I had like a drummer drum on the album. Like I got mm-hmm. like string and horn arrangements. Like I did, yeah everything I kind of wanted to do in terms of like producing like I have produced the kind of like 60s sounding song I've yeah. wanted to produce totally. you know yeah. uh-huh. And but it's like what what does that like is that just like you know just to cover up like the lyrics in, in a way mm-hmm. like because it sounds really nice but like it. I, I kind of want to go back to the like process of like okay what is it like when you really just strip it down and have like Guitar and like more thoughtful lyrics and like in like a, I think a newer song that I had actually uh, sent that mm-hmm. I haven't put out. Um, I think it's a it's the only way I know. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. like a song where like I I took a I took a lot of time kind of writing those lyrics. Gotcha. Like oh. I had I had like a phrase in my mind and you uh, know I was like all right it's just like strumming. Uh, guitar sounds and, but I feel like you know the lyrics need to kind of have a little bit more of like a thoughtful approach because the melody the the, um, the listeners not being like um, they're not listening listening for the melody the melody is pretty simple you know Mm -hmm. so you you have to you have to focus on something else right Mm -hmm. so like for something that has a more full arrangement Mm. you don't have to focus as much on the lyrics Mm -hmm. at least because that's just how i listen
3: my love works in overtime to showcase some restraint From breathing livid sentiment To all those who hold the keys Her love hurts me a touch.
1: Is that something, I mean, like um, the last track on your album, uh, Lift Your Shirt, um, that was kind of probably something that you are talking about.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah, that was in funnily enough with that track. I that was really like truly a knee jerk reaction. Of like I have like a a voice memo where I basically recorded that in one take and made the lyrics up on the spot for just except for like two phrases and because like that was like that was like a hard like I I had just gone through like a breakup and it was just like that was like a really hard like song to kind of like write but I was like okay I gotta kind of capture this little mm -hmm. moment so it but I, those those two little phrases that I didn't have, like, I, I spent some time to, like, you know, figure out, like, <laughs> what, what are yeah, those phrases be gonna be? Sure. But, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, totally. It's, like, there's um, with something like that. It's, like, I know that, like, the listener's attention is, they're gonna be focusing on the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, hopefully they're okay. Or they're meaningful, I guess.
0: So. <laughs> so, are you saying you think maybe the, like, and I mean we can maybe go away from and come back to this too and talk about like the future future stone um, but like do you think um, in some ways the like the path that you're looking towards forward for newer stuff or ways to push yourself maybe do involve like essentially re- a reroute to start through the lyrics and then come into back into the music in some way and see yeah. how that
2: changes your work I think so, yeah. I think it's, like, because the the new stuff I've been working on has been, like, stuff that I've just, like, produced myself. This is stuff I haven't put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I I think I just kind of told myself I wanted to pose it as a challenge to myself to be, like, okay, can I learn to, like, mix and, like, produce better Mm -hmm. in a way that, like, I think is, like, passable, you know, um, Mm -hmm. but then like my, yeah, my thoughts like moving forward for whatever comes next is, um, you know, really kind of relying on like, I want to like lean on people's like thoughts for like how, Mm -hmm. how something should be like be produced and, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and like let that like almost let the, the musicality in the arrangement just kind of be figured out. So I could focus on like mm-hmm. more intentional, like lyricism.
0: Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, that brings us maybe like also to, uh, and you've mentioned you you were talking about it a little bit earlier, but um, um in we have all these like usual song structures uh, and these like basic forms of of like pop music that you know, and when ever a band starts out, it's like it's pretty obvious. I mean, we're going to do a verse and a chorus uh, and then another verse. And but in in your music, this seems like sometimes to be the case and sometimes not. Um, Or I mean, like just how do you think about form in general?
2: Yeah, I I, for me, like I either love uh, just leaning into like the form like just like all right I'm this is ABA like mm-hmm. pff, just like simple but I yeah. as much as I love doing that I love just not having that form mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all and yeah. mm-hmm. um that's something I you know cuz that's also like what I tend to enjoy in like the the songs that I listen to I feel like recently I mean, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of the songwriter um, Andy Schaaf, because um, he very much to me like sounds like he's like kind of like a newer like Randy Newman, mm-hmm. and like going back and like listening to like Randy Newman, I'm like oh my god, like this is so like the like everything is so well planned out down to like mm-hmm. the ironic sensibilities mm-hmm. of like some of his like tracks. Huh. But then, at the same time, like I, I just, th- I haven't thought of this in a while. But I remember listening to, um, I won't even remember the name of it. But I remember listening to like a Lamb Chop album. It came out a few years ago, and it's like, you know, those songs are structureless, mm-hmm. like you know, and, mm-hmm. and and like, and that's like fascinating mm-hmm. to me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I wish I had, you know, the. Um, the like I wish you know I want to push myself to be able to do something like that because mm-hmm. like I I like adore like people who do that and like mm-hmm. I think recently I've been listening more to um, things that are, you know definitely like more things in like the ambient um, mm-hmm. experimental space and it's like how can you how can this inform like mm-hmm. what it's you cool. do with like kind of folk. Mm -hmm. songwriting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm uh and i think there's like a lot that can be done yeah yeah. um so but yeah but like how can you do it in like a pop format you know like a three minute Mm -hmm. song so
1: yeah um Mm -hmm. who did some of the arrangement in your last on your last album so uh i had kind of
2: I like part of me is like I sort of did Mm -hmm. the like initial idea where I'd be like all Mm -hmm. right here's like four voice memos Mm -hmm. you know like here's what the strings should be Mm -hmm. doing Um, but then like I handed those off to Two friends of mine and they were like yeah no we'll do something better <laughs> um so like who did the horns on um a few of the tracks there is it was my friend uh brennan johns who he lives out here in la and uh the the person who did the the strings um his name is Yoed near and he um he's like an israeli based um violinist and like celloist and um But I had worked on that last album. I had worked um, with my friend Ben Lumpstain and Mark Edlin. And we just were kind of all in the studio together. And we we recorded the album in like three days. Mm -hmm. And um, we just all kind of like produced it together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Ben is for sure the one to credit for like how a lot of those like sounds kind of came together. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had kind of gone to him with like a lot of you know pretty full demos of like what Mm -hmm. i wanted it Mm -hmm. to sound like and Mm -hmm. i think i I had actually gone back and listened to the performance album recently and the thing i'm really i feel very satisfied about the album is like it sounds how i wanted it to sound in my head Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it basically there's not really a lot i think like i think going back to it i'm like maybe i'd like Make mix the bass differently, uh-huh. you know. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, yeah. the sounds that I was kind of imagining, they're they're there. Right. And nice. Uh, yeah. So I was like really happy with how it came together.
1: Yeah. No, I mean like in in tracks like uh, calm was it? Um, yeah. There's this like super nice. Is it clarinet or saxophone? So yeah, it's like no.
2: clarinet and sax. So my okay. my roommate, uh, okay. my old roommate Alex Young, he recorded clarinet and all that on there uh, and I I wanted to have like that track like when I wrote it, I wanted it to have this feeling of like you're kind of walking in a valley and like branches are kind of like pulling at your shirt you know it's like and you're you're kind of like you try to kind of get through to the end and like because it's mm-hmm. you know it, it's a very kind of claustrophobic track mm-hmm. um, and I I feel like it's weird enough <laughs> you mm-hmm. know yeah. Uh, yeah. But, beautiful. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and I mean, similarly, uh, the cheer-up string arrangement was uh, is pretty prominent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Th- I mean, that was, a lot of that was, you know, Yoad, you know, doing what, I, I had kind of sent um, an earlier version of that track that had um, kind of guitar doing some of, like, the, like, not exactly, like, you know, those the specific melodies, but, like, to kind of give that, like, background sound and like arrangement and um but he you know he just did it in all the right places uh um that was definitely a um I don't know an homage to like uh oh what's the it's like that track off of In Rainbows uh the wake wake, awake I think Uh Faust yeah, it's on again,
3: uh-huh. on again. Dun, 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 dun.
2: Um, Fa- Faust,
1: Arp, or something.
2: I think that's the name. Of it. I'm really bad with song titles. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one other thing. I mean, just like listening to like your newest album a little bit today was like, uh, and this was always what like was fun to me as well when I was. Uh, you know in a band and releasing was kind of just queuing up the songs and like figuring out like yeah. the headache that goes into like figuring out a structure uh-huh. for all these totally. like different pop songs uh-huh. and I I felt like um, I mean ha- it it has like a like I would say like a, a little bit of a structure throughout mm-hmm. in a yeah. way if you think about like you know um, listening to it front to back yeah
2: yeah, yeah. oh that's awesome I, that's like that's really, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. Cause yeah, I feel like that was, I think when we were recording, that was, I think as we were putting it together, it was like, okay, I think this is like, we try to record it with like that structure in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, like for, for me, that's like what I always like love mm-hmm. about a good album is like, okay, you have like the moments to kind of like grab your attention and mm-hmm. then kind of slow down and, mm-hmm. um, yeah that's like a pretty uh, yeah it's like it's it isn't until like yeah you're in that s- s- moment with like a band and you're like oh man this is so annoying to do because it's like <laughs> and then you realize like how good those like influential albums are because of like mm-hmm. the pacing mm-hmm. you know i just mm-hmm. uh, yeah i think that's something like that
0: like critical a, a lot of let's say like non-music fanatics or just like more mm-hmm. passive Music consumers, I think, don't often realize about like, it, or or even like I think a lot of people, to be honest, in the uh, kind of let's say less pop and like more classical worlds, and uh, maybe mm-hmm. experimental awards don't really. I think one thing they don't get in a like very structural way about uh, what can be so artful about pop music and its structures is almost like the the album as as a whole thing Mm -hmm. as opposed to we're so focused on like just the micro song Mm -hmm. um and and i think a lot of times like you know classical music classical musicians and whatnot um, maybe want to just look at oh the song yeah it's just just aba like what's Mm -hmm. (laughs) the big deal but i think Mm -hmm. so often so many people who are actually Mm -hmm. making the stuff are thinking about um these like much larger macro structures of like how is this whole album going to be? And like, what's the whole, mm-hmm. what's the whole arc of the mm-hmm. album? And like, what's the vibe of this like 60 minute l- mm-hmm. long or, you know, even 30 minute long thing. Like, I think many times, and then, and, and then sometimes in, you know, experimental music, like the piece is 30 minutes. So there is like, uh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. some yeah, kind yeah. of, uh, there is some kind of, uh, you know, equation set up there that I think is really interesting mm-hmm. that I, yeah. I would definitely urge, <laughs> You know more like pop reticent people to like try to think about um kind of yeah. structuring that larger frame
1: yeah because it's like initially like at the end it's like kind of a journey that you're sending people on like listening yeah. through like an whole album and mm-hmm. you know you want to try to figure out ways to to place them in different situations yep. and right. make it you know so it makes sense to you um
2: yeah and like make it tantalizing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know because yeah i will like uh i went back and revisited because i i feel like the first time i listened to it i didn't give it the time and attention it needed but i went back and listened to uh promises Mm -hmm. like the floating points Mm -hmm. um from last year Mm -hmm. and as i was listening to it the other day i was like wow i really I really needed this you know like I needed to have I needed to have like something that is just this like 40 minute long composition and it like it really does kind of hold your hand at all the right moments like you hit that climax when you kind of need it you know like you're you're getting you kind of like if but it's, it's funny because like it feels like you've exhausted all the textures once you like reach that kind of like big climax in the middle Mm -hmm. and then like at the end it's like nope we're gonna throw in some more electronic sounds (laughs) you know it's like we're really you you thought you heard some like you know nice electronic textures but no we're really gonna bring it so um that's interesting
0: yeah and i think even on the flip side like people maybe from the pop world trying to get into you know more experimental stuff too i think like if they invert that same kind of logic and be like you know how am i going to come up against this like 30 minute track or something like that if you think about it i think in that kind of same macro structural way of being like i'm just going to listen to this one track like it's an album um and like it's a whole journey then i think that that creates uh an easier uh less of a barrier in of entry um into stuff that maybe is a little bit harder to seemingly harder to get into but i think there really is like a very easy mm-hmm. not easy but very um nice crossover between potential crossover between the two worlds in some ways and just in, in how one
1: directs one's attention i think totally yeah um i mean this is one one thing i mean and especially in the pop world, <clears throat> there i mean the focus of the album has been totally i mean you know, just right just um, yeah i know yeah. and you know uh <laughs> Even my wife's uh, sister, I remember so vividly. I mean, it was like a... Do you remember that Mika song? That like... Okay, yeah. um, Okay, you know, a great song. The Migos song? Uh, No, he was called Mika. Mika?
2: Like, the name yeah. sounds like, like, the, that melody sounds familiar, but I'm like, I... have no clue. Yeah, I, I, I don't know it when it was, here.
1: I mean, uh, um, um, but I remember so vividly, I mean, it was like the beginning, like, music was on the internet, and she was like, can you download this track for me? <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." Uh, on, a, on a torrent? Okay, oh. let's do it. I mean, it was like, in and, and 2000... Uh, yeah, what what decade is it? Seven. seven, seven, seven? Eight, yeah, wait, eight, so, oh, um, I
2: think I um, Grace Kelly is that what Grace the, Kelly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. Funny, funny song, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I, the, the thing was that I was like, yeah, I can I can download. Do you want me to download the whole album? He was just like giving uh, yeah. like, uh, an album, and and she was like, no. Just a song. <laughs> yeah, no. <nah, laughs> and nah. I was like, "Hey, uh, it's a it's a full album." And she was like, yeah. "No, no, 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 I'm not interested." <laughs> and that's uh, you know. Yeah. And and from that then on, like, I mean, it's been worse and worse. And like, I've heard even like you know, you know, students that I have at Catalyst that are doing like uh, um, electronic music or or uh, you know pop music. Um, they're just like, why do an album?
2: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i know i mean like it's like technically they're right Mm -hmm. you know but i mean i i think like that is like that's like the point you know like it's Mm -hmm. hard like i will say like there's not like i feel like i i try to check out a lot of like new music and i try Mm -hmm. to like add something in like an album at a time Mm -hmm. like anything that seems interesting or noteworthy Mm -hmm. and like there's just not a lot of albums over the past years that I've really felt connected to. Mm. Like, Mm -hmm. sure, there's been songs, but like a whole album, Mm. Mm -hmm. like it, it's kind of, I don't know. It just hasn't happened. Like even if it's like in a genre that I'm like not totally into, Uh it's Mm -hmm. like, I I don't know. Usually it's like one or two a year that I'm like, okay, like this is kind of worth going back and listening to again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm slightly embarrassed to say what uh, the one from <laughs> last year is because it was definitely the turnstile album, but uh, so but that's just because it it's like you know that the I don't know hardcore punk pop scratch that I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't you know, gotta, somehow you I have
0: that, uh-huh. yeah well and that's, yeah, that that nostalgia so. I think it, maybe it's an age thing like that nostalgia's coming in hot for people right now I think yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah exactly <laughs> you hit uh, a certain
0: age you're like i just i just got <laughs> i just like i'm just gonna not be embarrassed anymore and i just gotta
2: i just gotta go back to it <laughs> yeah exactly yep <laughs> embrace who i but, am yeah but then like yeah it's like there's i don't know it's like that's a daunting ask for like any musician yeah like yeah. Mm-hmm. truly because i like, i think like either you get an album that has a lot of you have like the singles and then you have the wannabe singles, or you have mm-hmm. the tracks that well, these are too esoteric to be like the singles, so then like right. it, mm-hmm, it feels right. disparate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. then you have like um you know, something that's like super ambitious, but right. uh-huh. um like I, I I you know, I think one one group that I'm like Hats off to them for doing this, but like you know, like the group clipping, yeah. Like, you just like they were doing those like space hip hop opera like albums, which are so cool yeah. in concept, but like really requires like a lot of attention. Yeah. And like, it's like you really want to give it that attention, but it's like, yeah, people people really just want to listen to singles <laughs> <laughs> or just like like literally literally people want to have like chill hip-hop music in the background because they at their work yeah home or job. they yeah. yeah they want <laughs> they want uh,
0: lo-fi fi beats to study to is really exactly yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the peak yeah. p- the pinnacle of music yeah. right now um yeah speaking of that sweet curated yeah speaking of that how do you do you have a sense like with this new stuff that you sent us for instance like you know they're like I don't know how many in total stuff, you know, stuff you have. Other than this, like you, you sent us, you know, five new tracks. Surely you have maybe some drafts and whatnot of other new stuff. Do you see a way forward for how things maybe... Um, a friend told me the other day that this is my word that I use this all the time. So now I'm so, I'm so uh, um, observant of this. But do you see a way how they coalesce into a thing?
2: Um, I yeah like that's that's what I'm trying to figure out yeah, with these because okay. they are a little uh, this writing these were was kind of like with the like sort of singles thing in mind yeah. like these are kind of like one-off tracks of like right. things that I just kind of wanted to try right, right yeah. um and I, it's like it's one of those things where it's like I'm very well aware that they don't really connect like <laughs> and but I'm I'm like trying to tell myself, that that's okay yeah 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 you definitely know, yeah I like, think it definitely is and also yeah.
0: it makes me think of like the i think that, i think on the flip side of everything we've been talking about like the kind of like short release like ep style stuff of like especially in terms of like when an artist is trying to stretch themselves which just sounds like i feel like you keep talking about that and coming back to that like trying to challenge yourself or something whenever an artist is trying to do that or do something new after they've done a couple things i feel like those kind of like short one-off like let me just try a thing thing is really um welcomed instead of like let me try something through a whole
2: new 50-minute
0: album you know like totally uh, yeah maybe it's that like that's
2: yeah i'd I'd say it's like exactly what what it is and like i i mean i i think in my in my mind like i've moved on from that point because like these these songs like i i've just been kind of sitting on them for a bit and i need to properly release them Uh so yeah um but like, I, once I do that, then it's sort of like closing that chapter, right, if you right, will. Right, yeah. So, but I think like in my head, like it's, um, I, I'm, I've now kind of moved on to that like space of like, okay, I, I, I just want to like, I, I do want to try, like that was me trying that out. Now mm-hmm. I want to try something else out that's like a little bit more focused. Ah, uh, Okay. So
0: you um, do have something on the yeah. horizon that is a more cohesive thing.
2: I I think so, yeah. yeah. I like there's there's like I I think there's something there to explore with like lyricism because like I yeah. I've, I've I mean as I kind of mentioned like I never like really pushed myself with mm-hmm. like lyrics. It's just mm-hmm. sort of like kind of top of mind. Right. What happens like when I mm-hmm. do think of like this concept, or, like this moment right. in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what what happens if I really do try to kind of like sit down and edit these things, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like the approach I think I I want to have like, however I move forward, um, right. I don't know why I'm just gives but this is it's gonna be my mountain goat's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my John Darnell. Yeah, uh, huh. you know. <laughs> the music behind it's all just
0: decoration uh, for me being a poet. Exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's interesting. I mean, I think um, that's definitely that that would definitely create a different outcome if you kind of start from a different um, side of. A different angle into the thing, so I'd be super interested. Obviously, always super interested to see what you come up with. But I'll be very interested to see like how things change or how things are different, um, because I mean, even within your past two releases and everything, I know of you. Um, there's still a lot of uh, movement, of course, as we change and get older and whatnot, and um, have different ideas and everything. But I mean, on that, thinking through that side of things, like maybe before maybe a more disruptive change of this next change do you have a sense of like that for yourself like how things have have changed maybe since like the first eps from darling let's say um yeah and like what that arc is like both kind of like musically and process wise but even you know if you're if you want like even on the lyrical side like what maybe the subject matter or how you what the lyrics are like um or anything like that yeah
2: um the lyrics are definitely less sad. <laughs> <That's interesting. laughs> I think I've gotten I've gotten yeah. uh to a more uh, po- uh positive yeah. outlook, uh-huh. I think. So yeah. I I think that's that's been like the biggest right. change cuz I I think whenever and uh, honestly, like that I sometimes I just like tr- this is a very lame excuse, but like I'm like, "Uh, ah, haven't really written much music cuz my life is going pretty good, yeah. you know. don't have like, I don't have like a lot, yeah, have, like, no, a lot no. of like bad things happening right to like kinda, nothing to complain about you know, right now uh-huh. yeah yeah exactly and and um so it's like you know I'm, I'm glad for that but also it's like you know like i could definitely probably push myself to write more but mm-hmm. i i think that's you know that is the thing of like i just need to expand the scope and i think it's one thing uh-huh. um like i i really do think like in that um that one of those songs like the the only way i know like that was me, kind of like being like, okay, I'm not, I'm not really writing about um, love in like a romantic, forlorn sense. Right. It's like, it, like, I think in my mind, I'm like, this is my just observation of like what uh-huh. this looks like when you do have this. You're in this like uh, uh, loving space with somebody. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, it's not necessarily romantic, right? but it's also, it, and it's, I guess there's maybe, like, some, like, poetic um, nature to it, but it's just, like, I, I don't know how, like, I think that song, like, felt like a good template of, like, how can I just be reflective on right. just, like, how life kind of exists. Uh-huh. I know that just sounds so
0: no, no, no. I, I know you horribly mean like, horribly broad. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Moving um, from like the th- being in the throes of it and just reacting to it to like let me just sit back more and like do a more observation approach and just like
2: describe the thing huh. to you instead. It exactly that makes yeah because like because there's I feel like there's so much happening at least in like in our lives of uh-huh. like turning I don't know. A, entering one or exiting one decade of our life to right, the, right. the next yeah. and like it's it's bizarre to think of uh, to for me like growing up in a time where you're told like your life trajectory is like you it's settling down right. and then you have like the job and right. then you, you have kids Ooh, and you do that and it's like it's like a linear progression yeah and like but as like as, like, at least for me, like, as I'm getting older, I'm, like, oh, like, I, I understand where that linear progression, like, where it was coming from, Uh and now I'm, like, starting to experience that, and, and, like, because it's, like, people I know are, are married, Uh you know, and, like, and it's, like, I'm in a situation where, like, I'm with, like, a long-term partner, and, like, I'm starting to think about, like, these, like, Like I was, I was telling like my partner the other day, it's like, not like I ever expected to like live past the age of 35 or or no, of 25, but like, I never thought about like, I literally just never had thoughts of like, what would I be doing when I'm like 28? Like Uh, I just never, either I just have a dumb imagination. I have, yeah, yeah. I have no imagination, (laughs) but like now it's like, you know, like, but it's like now I'm like, oh, I'm like thinking more about like, what? you know what is what Uh, brings fulfillment out of life and like what does that look like in five or ten years and like the all these things are kind of like culminating and and i think there's um something like i i think like in a way like i'd want to just have like a more reflective like right uh approach to those thoughts that i'm having because i think a lot of people are probably having those thoughts too right right um so that's, like, what is that? I, I don't know exactly what that looks like. Totally, yeah, yeah. It, it almost
0: sounds like that is, it almost sounds like you're pro- like the approach in some ways is the same because it's it still sounds very uh, diaristic, but now you're, it's more yeah. so that, like, the style of your diary has changed because, like, you're, you've changed or, like, because you've grown up or something like that. Or, like, yeah, we just naturally change, right? And so the diary's yeah, gonna look different.
2: Yeah totally it's like less woe is me yeah. more like okay i'm i'm like present uh, and yeah like i i'm like <laughs> right. i can see the past and look ahead to the future a little bit right 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 even though you know obviously you don't know what that holds yeah, yeah, yeah. um,
1: um and yeah. we haven't touched on one thing and and that's like also just like an interest to me uh because you are in la this uh, big city that i've Really, never understood. Uh-huh. Like, I've been there a few times and it's, uh, you know. Nobody um, understands <laughs> it. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, it like, either, e- yeah. either in a car or, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, how is it like, you know, how is it being mm. a musician in LA? like are you planning on or how have your experience been like playing live shows or is that something you are i mean Uh like how does it look like for you
2: yeah it's it's definitely different i guess i didn't really have an expectation for Mm -hmm. it because even Mm -hmm. like when i moved here it was like it was more for like work right and Mm -hmm. it wasn't like i'm gonna yeah. you know, make it <laughs> like as a musician, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, it's definitely a bit odd. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's like, it's, it's, it is like a good place for like people who are like really wanting to kind of like push it and, yeah. and like make mm-hmm. it. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I guess I, I don't have, I personally don't have like a too much of an interest yeah. in that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so playing you know like playing music here is is nice because like it's a way for like me to like see like people and like Mm -hmm. you know like friends get to come out and that's always like a really fun aspect but like Mm -hmm. um i don't know there's there's just and it's not like on the people i think it's just like Mm -hmm. because of the city it's just not as intimate of a music scene Right, right, right and like i i have You know, a lot of like friends and I feel like colleagues that, you know, they, they play music and it's all across like the board, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's, um, it's just, I, I don't know. Like it's, um, there's something just, um. I don't know. There's, there's, there's something just that feels different than like when you're growing mm-hmm. up, like in the Midwest, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say like, it's bad, mm-hmm. you know, but because like, I know like a lot of people, like, it's such a good place for like collaboration. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, I think living here has been like, oh, I need to like, kind of push myself in terms of collaborating because mm-hmm. there are so many good musicians and people out here to work with. And, um, and it's like, yeah like I need to take the time to like you know <laughs> do things with mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think if you like have the time like it's yeah. amazing because yeah, like people yeah. really take advantage of that yeah. Um, yeah. but for me like I think I always I need to tell myself not to feel bad about that because I've always kind of just done yeah. i always kind of just done my own thing and like mm-hmm. I've recorded for, for myself bedroom guy. yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> keep it in the bedroom so, keep you know. it in the bedroom baby <laughs> uh oh. so yeah but like i but it's it's really cool to see like you know different artists out here who mm. um either i've met or have like seen like kind of grow like in my time that i've been here mm. and it's like oh well like they're like doing it mm. and it's like mm-hmm. it's not like they're necessarily trying to become like a pop star mm-hmm, either. Yeah, uh-huh. so that's like that's really neat there's to something see in between yeah, mm. but also, like, it's, you can't, I feel like if you're doing that approach, you can't be very casual right. with it. Right. Yeah. Like, you really yeah. do have to be like, okay, I'm I am going on tour, I'm totally. going out mm-hmm. yeah. and doing this. I'm going to a, a co-writing session, uh, and I'm, right. mm-hmm. you know, so, and to me, I'm like, that's, awesome uh-huh. it just sounds lot. kind of tiring yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know like you know i, I just uh-huh. yeah right. and and so but it, you know hey if i'm able to like play and i was playing with like in a friend's band and that that was mm. super fun because then you're like able to like go out and play right different venues right. and like it's just fun to be playing music for yeah. the sake of music and yeah. mm-hmm. uh, now it's it's still a little odd, I think, post-COVID. For sure, but yeah, for you sure. You know, I, I know this year, it's like I, I want to slowly kind of like reintroduce totally that into my life, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that also makes me think of um, another thing I, I wanted to bring up too, that we hadn't talked about yet, either speaking of collaborative, like you recently just released uh, a, a new track. Well, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna do the whole thing, which is to say a whole 10 and a half minute long collaborative track, um, which I think Mm -hmm. uh correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's the first thing you've released with like your name but an ampersand (laughs) someone else. Um Mm -hmm. and and of course you like you've done other stuff that has incorporated collaboration as an element of it. Uh us collaborating on your first thing, all the people you mentioned collaborating on your second thing. Like there are people around you doing things. um, but uh, this is the first thing that you've released collaboratively and outside of a band. Um, can you talk a little bit about like that process? Because um, Joey Walker's also from Bloomington, so we've known him for yeah. a long time as well. But how's that been different? Yeah. And I mean, spoiler alert too, we'll play a little bit of that here, but it's also a very different track than anything you've done yeah. as well. So I don't know if there's just some stuff you want to say in regards to kind of all that, all the above.
2: Yeah. I mean that that track is, it's funny because that's like that's like a, a literal like timepiece. That's like yeah. that is a track that we, so Joey and I like we met at IU in college, and um, we wrote that track in I think in my dorm oh, in wow. like sophomore year. Oh, so that wow. track is is from twenty thirteen. It is a time oh. capsule. So. And yeah, and like so like we had. I basically I had like a looper pedal and I'd kind of mm-hmm. wrote like the like guitar part okay. to it like the very washed out yeah sound uh-huh. and um, yeah and like I think Joey had like recorded those vocals he might have I think he re-recorded them uh-huh. um, and like he just had that session re-recorded the vocals and then he um, had a friend of his I think his name is Nick Pittman mm-hmm. um, mix it and kind of basically engineer like the drums Uh, over it uh and it i mean it it was just like joey just hit me one day he's like i think i'm gonna get this track mixed i was like Mm. i was like sick like i love that track (laughs) you know and like it's funny like thinking of like what like you know the the band i was in at the time was like very like guitar forward and and it was like That was sort of like the starting point of like what I wanted like my band to be. (laughs) Aw. Hi. We have a guest (laughs) guest appearance. Uh. (laughs) Um (laughs) Um, and uh but yeah, like that we just did that like one track and I we had we had written like a few Mm. tracks Mm -hmm. like when we then became roommates like later. Right. Um but but yeah, that one I guess like stuck and like Joey just like had it, you know. That's so interesting. Like ended up getting it mixed and yeah. 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 No, that, and so we yeah. really did nothing. It, it doesn't feel like a new track, but like it still That's so feels. Funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, because
0: I was like re- I was prepared after having heard it. I was prepared to, cut, and I mean maybe this is obvious, but coming off of what we were talking about with the Future and whatnot, like I, I I knew that you guys like had, you know, maybe written some stuff together or you know played music together a little bit and obviously knew each other for a long time I didn't know the track itself was from that era and so I was prepared to ask you like if this was a direction that things are moving or like is this a new thing but like now it sounds like that's that's a little bit of a buried in the past thing but it's interesting that like when those things kind of when you re-unearth those things and bring, bring them forcibly into the present how it can almost potentially do a thing where oh what if I like what if I took that and continued with something from that or like what can I still learn from the past mm-hmm. in some ways
2: totally I mean like that's like definitely like chalk it up to like the slow core low shoegaze project I would love to do <laughs> with Joey yeah. you yeah. know like and, and also like I, I'd even actually talked about this with another friend of mine who's a composer mm-hmm. in New York and we we were like, we got to send like materials back and forth, like to do like a shoegaze oh, kind nice. of project. And like, <laughs> I, I feel like that we talked about doing that last year and it just, you know, it just, t- we got busy, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's awesome. laughs> um, so I, I will say, I'm like, thank you for this, the, 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 like this interview. Cause I'm like, okay, I really need to like get back <laughs> into like, <laughs> I need to get my decks in a row. I just like moved oh, like nice. a yeah, month yeah. ago. So like, I feel like that yeah, was yeah, also like, reset a whole it, okay, yeah. I got to, gotta move all this stuff here oh, totally. yeah, 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 like, yeah. so um got the mic set up so that's oh, good there we go <laughs> um, Podcast <joke>. But yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean like that that track like that that does like it, it it's a good reminder of like stuff from like that like a time capsule right. like can still like work totally and, like, it's oh a yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. reminder yeah. like for myself and ninjas i feel like for anybody who's like a musician or composer it's like sometimes there's something to those ideas but i i love how that track came together because like it's i i feel like i i honestly um appreciate it a lot more now Mm. than i did then i think especially as i've kind of like Listen to more right. things in that kind of style. Yeah. So it's always interesting after you uh, get
0: some distance from a thing to like almost like rediscover the thing, even if you made it yourself. Be like, Ooh, yeah. Like I, that's not like how I heard that when I when Ooh. actually making it, but now I can hear it like in a whole different, um, a
2: whole different light, which is always interesting. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Also. I've I, of like a random shout out on that track but i think the um drums on that it was like from a loop uh, pack that ben lumpstein put oh, together nice. so so ben shout out. ben who helped produce right. you know the performance record his, yeah his touches on that track as well so <laughs> nice that's awesome
0: well, well also okay last question on that too speaking of that like you already kind of mentioned this but um I mean, I feel like, A, also we kind of keep coming back. I, I'm forcibly bringing us back to this thing because I think it's a funny theme. Um, but also, I, I mean it seriously that it makes a lot of sense, like, the whole bedroom idea. Like, um, in this, this, I wonder, I'm just curious to see for Stone in the future, um, how that both stays a theme, but also how they're almost like, the image in mind that comes to mind is almost like the image of (laughs) i mean this not in a derogatory way even though the image in my head is a really funny image of like the little boy in the bedroom that like (laughs) the bedroom is his like shelter and safety and you know like kind of palace but yeah but almost like makes little tiny excursions out to like do this thing, but like bring it back into the bed. You know, like when you're a kid and you like totally go and like, maybe you set up like a sick fort in your bedroom or something like that. Yeah. But you just like, I got to go run outside to like collect sticks for this project, that weird project that I'm doing in my bedroom. Or I got to like go across the street to the neighbor kid's house to like, maybe enlist his help for, you know, helping attach something inside the bed, whatever whatever it is, you know, I almost like have that image Mm -hmm. for you in some ways where like, there is, like, a home base kind of a thing. There's a home base stone situation. And then you're kind of, like, enlisting kind of, like, the neighbor kids to come help
2: you with, like, little things. <laughs> I, um, I mean, that's, like, ideally... That would be my ideal approach to, <laughs> like... I, I feel like, you know, like... <laughs> I'm just running out and just, like, you know, picking little like, pieces yeah. that I, I like. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I... I think that, like, that's totally, like, the challenge that I'm, like, right. trying to, like, pose to myself.
0: Like, do you ever, do you ever leave, like, do you ever, like, burn down the bedroom or, like, do you ever, like, throw away the bedroom concept, do you think, or do you think that's, like, I, a bedrock for I think, how you see music and your
2: relationship? No, I mean, I it? think, yeah, what, what you're saying is exactly, like, what I need to do, We're like, literally, I just, I write something and I, I don't even like record it. It's just like, I just go some other place. I'm like, what do you think mm. about mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. You know, like what should I do with this? Mm. Cause okay. I'm, I'm honestly very scared to do that. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm like it's not a song unless there's like a, a recorded right. demo version right, of right, it, right, right. Yeah, you yeah, know? Right. And um, that's like exactly like what I need to like push myself. That's so interesting. So yeah. yeah like I, I think it's like, I know what I need to do Mm -hmm. uh in terms of like i guess growing Uh in in Uh that way that's an exciting place to be at that's great yeah yeah so i mean Mm -hmm. no i think like what you're you're saying like definitely like uh that holds true yeah but you know also in my head like i definitely just have this image of you know thinking of like the future and stuff like i'm (laughs) like i I just kind of want to have like a cabin where i can just record whatever I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally i just can do that all right. day any day right and, right yeah so um cool. but you know we'll we'll see yeah yeah. Uh, yeah then i i get really deep into the um like max you know i'm like (laughs) super into that you know (laughs) i I just like go on like a sojourn you know just like for three months you just completely
0: become a new person all all, like (laughs) entirely inside (laughs) and out exactly (laughs) yeah yeah
2: uh it would yeah i'd probably be annoyed at the person that i turn into (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: uh well i think that's an amazing unless you have any other questions gary i think that's an amazing like no. future leaning yeah. place to, to to kind of mm-hmm. end things um i'm obviously as always uh very excited to see where uh stone goes next what the next direction is for stone if you if you can manage to burn down that oedipal bedroom uh yeah. <laughs> situation
2: <laughs> um i think it can happen yeah i think i think
0: that i think there's real uh I think there's real possibility for, uh, striking that match. Um, yeah. uh, Yeah. And I'm excited for that. And yeah, thanks for joining us on Plink Plonk. And, uh, yeah, it's been great to to catch up and see you.
2: Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, it's been, yeah, it's been such a good time. And thanks for all the good questions too. Those are, I have Uh, not thought about (laughs) music in this way in a very long time. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. That's so great Uh, to hear. I'm
0: glad, I'm glad we could, uh, Push you in some dra- thinking directions. Um, totally amazing. Thanks, Don.
2: Yeah. Thanks so much.
3: But does that make else?
1: We want to deeply, deeply thank Stone R for uh, our conversation today. And we want to thank you listeners for staying with us um, and hopefully i mean if you haven't checked back to our previous uh shows um uh, we have some great interviews there and and coverage of, of, of other tracks and, and songs that are dear to us thank you for the music Thank you for the music. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) All right.